5: I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Salaya Mosin.
4: And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
6: Ring, 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 ring. May I please speak with Zoe?
7: Oh, hello, Lamorne. Let's patch in Hannah. God, I forgot what it was like working with you guys. Whoa. So happy to see you. So happy to see you, too. I know you are in a land far, far away. I am. I'm in Greece right now. Mm I'm very jealous. So it's
8: 10 o'clock at night. You're getting the the after dark, (laughs) very tired version of me. So we've got a fantastic show today. We are recapping episode 10 of season two, Bathtub. Bathtub. Uh let's deep dive. I love the fact that I can say deep dive and bathtub together, y'all. I live for that kind of stuff. Let's deep dive into a recap of what this episode is about. Lamorne, let's go.
6: Jess wants a bathtub and tries to persuade the guys that Bubbles and Rosé would be a great gift for everyone in the loft. And she might be right. I mean, (laughs) what a combination. Nick and Schmidt are completely against simmering in human soup to get clean. I mean, it could be looked at as disgusting, but Winston took majestic baths in a field of goats while playing basketball in Latvia. And he wants that magic bag. Just so long as none of his male roommates know he wants a tub. Schmidt, sleeping with his boss, has finally paid off. He's given the coveted double V, vodka and vitamins account at work. Now, he meets everyone at the bar to celebrate and learns Cece broke up with Robbie. You see, Robbie's brain short circuited when Cece revealed she wants to get serious about marriage and children. a <laughs> yeah, big commitment right there. And Schmidt's brain melts because he can't believe the woman of his dreams is available just as his career is taking off. He's ready to get serious y'all. He's ready to get serious. Nick thinks seriously about whether the new hot patron who he calls Thirsty is worth breaking his number one rule. Never cross the bar. Say it with me. Never cross the bar. But here's the thing about Thirsty. She drinks like Nick, and just like Nick, she is effortlessly cool, and when she fights with her boyfriend, Nick breaks his rule. A heavy round of day drinking later, Nick encourages Angie to end her relationship for good. (laughs) Jess and Winston find a rusty-ass tub. Put it on the roof and fill it with water. This sounds like a fantastic idea so far, but here's the thing. The weight of the tub cracks the roof open and gallons of water spill into the loft and all over Schmidt's suits. Not the suits. Now here's the deal. They don't have enough cash to replace a $300 pocket square, which is weird because they have a big-ass loft that they can't afford anyway. So instead of owning their mistake, they fake a robbery. Yeah, brilliant idea, but they're terrible fake robbers. Big ticket items like the TV, the douchebag jar, and virtually everything in Jess's room are left behind. When they learn Schmidt has security cameras, (laughs) they realize they'll be caught, unless they can convince Schmidt to stop searching through years of video. So they stage a second robbery, right? Where they then return all the suits dry clean. I love it when a robber brings all your stuff back. CeCe decides to give Schmidt a second chance. Wow, I love where this is going. Unfortunately, timing is not on their side. You see, Schmidt finds himself in a difficult position. Does he stay at work, get drunk, and prove to his boss that he's serious about the account, or leave and make his date with CeCe? He stays at work, and while CeCe understands, she's unwilling to wait for Schmidt to grow the F up. She calls her mom and asks her to arrange a marriage. We've all been there. Maybe maybe not know. Angie's boyfriend shows up at the bar to rearrange Nick's face. In other words, he wants to fight him with his fist on his face. But he winds up needing stitches himself. Angie says someone at her job can patch him together. Nick thinks she's a nurse and is shocked to learn she's a stripper. Mm, 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 mm. It disturbs him a bit and he leaves. (laughs) Well, you don't know what you're missing. But Angie comes back to the bar the next day. He likes nick as much as he likes her but she doesn't have any rules thus begins a very very messy relationship and that's what happened on season two episode 10 bathtub
8: there were so many things that happened in this episode where i was like what we did this on our show uh it was a, a real delight to watch i'm very excited to unpack it
7: it was there's a lot going on i i actually completely i remembered the the kind of general idea of the episode I think I remember the A story but I forgot I didn't realize this was the episode where Olivia Munn is introduced hmm
8: no idea I just remember the cabin episode with her so I was like oh that's the one I
7: remembered the most too and then um, I think I didn't I, I remember like the mainly the parts I work on like so I remember sure. my experience <laughs> so I just remembered being with like Lamor in this whole episode but not like you know, I I didn't know the stuff that you shot with Max. I didn't know the stuff that Max shot with Carla. I didn't know the stuff that Olivia shot with Jake. I just, I was like, oh, that episode is just me and Lamorne in a bathtub. <laughs> I even <laughs> forgot by the way, that Le- we pretended to rob. Wait, also, <laughs> there's so much ridiculous stuff.
8: <laughs> there's so Don't- many weird things that happen here that also, by the way, feel like— um, are like huge things in later seasons, and I'm like, oh my gosh, like they manifested so many cool things. We should also just tell our listeners, by the way, Lamorne is not here in this episode. He's it's not a girl here. Hang, it's a girl hang.
7: This is a girl hang episode, and I know you're thinking, like, does Zoe only like to hang out with Hannah or something? No, I love <laughs> Lamorne. I don't like. Somehow, it hasn't worked out. Our schedules haven't worked out. He was supposed to go come to my son's birthday yesterday, but like it was he was packing for like a, a long trip, so he he missed it. But I was like very sad, but he's okay. One thing about Lamorne, he is he first of all he asked us to say nice stuff about him. Mm. Uh, he did specifically on a text this morning. Specifically, yes. he said say nice stuff. So I'm gonna say Lamorne is like a very good gift giver. Very. He sent over these like amazing like Lego like all these amazing like Legos and my son was like so it was super sweet for the for 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 Charlie so anyway
8: He gives um, great gifts he also always I guess unless he has to go on a long flight but always shows up which I really appreciate in a friend Yeah
7: except for yesterday but <laughs> other than that, <laughs> that Yeah no he he is he is really um he, like I remember when I I had my first kid and he didn't have any kids. So I'm like, how did he even know he got me like a baby food maker? It was so, it was like such a thoughtful gift. And I was like, like, how does he know he doesn't have children? He's just like, just a sweet guy who gets it. He I gets mean, the struggle of a mom. <laughs> he does. He
8: really does. He also gets the struggle of a tub in this episode. Cause he's the only yeah, and- one that
7: has Jess's back um, in the loft. Yeah, like, listen, uh, he also, he specifically said he want, what he wanted us to say about him. One thing about Lamorne is he's very cute and he's very strong. He's so
8: strong. He's so cute. Yeah, he's so
7: cute and so strong. He's so cute and so strong. <laughs> we did it. We checked the box. You're um, welcome, Lamorne. We, we did we it. You're you. welcome. You're cute and strong. um he's so good at branding um yeah so this episode so much going on there's like there's this episode really spans the gamut because there's some very tender moments with um cece and schmidt and there's some absolutely ridiculous broad moments with jess and winston (laughs) <laughs> right it is, I would though, say, it's on a
8: like a very divisive <laughs> issue on a bathtub i will agree that people do you don't usually like waffle like people are like i love to get in the bath and it relaxes me so much and other people do find it highly disgusting
7: i i feel like i like a bath but i never have time to take one so is that another like stance on the issue <laughs> i'm like no you like them that sounds great, great. I feel like I only like take a bath and like you know it's like if I'm like at a hotel or something you know what I mean like where you're not at home I just like I have a nice bath but it's never take one.
8: Yeah, I love a bath. All I love a bath, but I also have a very British mom who told me to bath. Yeah, it's very British. The bath. Yeah. Getting in the yeah. bath all the time. Yeah. So yeah. I'm a fan. I was on team Jess and Winston in this episode. I was like, catch your bath. I don't think you need to. I think Jess made a good point. He's like, we, she's like, we could just buy it and have a bath. I don't think you needed this whole nefarious scheme around it. But yeah.
7: There yeah. it was. It, it was, it, it, it is, it is crazy. And it's crazy that no one fig- <laughs> figures <laughs> out the <laughs> crackheads. No one calls the police. <laughs> no one calls that the police. Schmidt just gets mad and then. He
8: doesn't report it or Also, the, when he walks in and you guys are like tied up and gagged, and he's like, Not this again. And then I was like, like That's a, that's a very, like, very
7: small reaction. The, and the crackheads brought back your suits all in <laughs> dry cleaning. Dry, dry cleaning. Dry cleaned your suits and brought them back.
8: <laughs> <laughs> Donick Carey wrote this episode. And yes, it's very funny. Love, it's so funny. But it goes funny. into absurdist, yes. bizarro. Humor of what people do when they panic, which I enjoy watching. <laughs> I enjoy watching I it. I
7: enjoy watching it. Yes. Oh, can I say, um, when you guys come yeah. up with
8: the scheme, it's at the jukebox in the bar. And I don't even yeah. caught this. The Prince thing. But Jess says,
7: Yes, Raspberry yeah. Prince had written to me via his manager already at this point. In season two? Yeah. They started dropping hints about Prince because it took a year to get Prince on. Oh, I got an email from his manager saying, Hello, legendary artist Prince is a fan of New Girl. And so it could have been a coincidence, but I'm pretty sure at this point I was like, Hey, guys, I was like, let me put you in touch with Liz, our showrunner. And uh, at that point, they knew that Prince maybe had been watching, so— so it wasn't a manifesting, weird, bizarre thing that I saw. Because I was like,
8: this sounds I mean, right. I don't
7: think so. Because um, it was, there was quite a, it took quite a time. T- I mean, I still am like, I can't believe Prince was on the show. <laughs> I can't I, believe Prince was on the show. Um, Cannot believe it either.
8: I can't. I like, can't it's one it. of those really bizarre moments in life where you're like, did yeah. that really happen? Surreal. Which is surreal. how we end that episode. We're like, "Was that? Yeah, I did still that feel really that
7: happen? way. Yeah, is it real? I don't understand.
8: Um, that felt like a big manifest moment where I was like, what? But I guess not. Maybe they were just like laying the groundwork to be like, these are some Prince fans.
1: <laughs> these characters. <laughs> yeah,
8: yeah. Um, also, the meth storyline. That was the other one, because one of my favorite episodes in the later season is when we did that box episode where Jess finds the meth. And it's one of mm-hmm. my favorite episodes that we yeah, ever did. Yeah, that was did. a really good episode. Yeah, and I, I was really like, enjoyed that one too. Yeah. Who knew there was another meth
7: episode? Yeah, of New Girl. I forgot. <laughs> I didn't know. Nathan still's fearing people, so you know.
8: Yeah, I guess. I guess New Girl's like we'll just go there a few times
7: episodically. A few times. You guys yeah. can't see, but look. What I mean, Hannah can oh, see.
8: Oh, you're drinking what out of the mug? Welcome
7: to Our Show mug.
8: I what love mug that mug
7: by the way, I just randomly grabbed this just not even thinking this morning it's one of my favorite mugs It's just I like that it's big and it's really cool because it has a beer floating in lava the uh true American lava guys this is this is great. We got some great merch on our store so anyway, great merch check it out great merch I'm enjoying it, okay Dum-
0: Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy
3: is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them.
5: You can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
7: Welcome to our show.
8: One of my other favorite things, okay, about this episode. Tell me everything. Is the reaction that Schmidt has when he finds out that Cece is single. And it (laughs) just made me think of those moments in life, usually when you're younger than what Schmidt is, but someone you've been waiting on. (laughs) for so long that's always been in a relationship is finally single. And I love the fact that he just can't control his inside voice and it just becomes the outside voice because like, you're single. you're single. You hear that? Officially, she's single. She's single. I shouldn't have received this information in front of her because then maybe I could have processed this better and been cooler, which I think is a very relatable feeling.
7: One thing about Schmidt, he says so many bad, problematic things.
8: Yeah, he does. This episode, I'm like, slow down, bud.
7: Whoa, slow down. You just, you broke your record with the... (laughs) (laughs) I actually, at the end when Schmidt says, quote, she's decided to marry a brown person, um, I was like, why didn't (laughs) Winston and Jess, like, demand a jar donation at that point? Like, they feel so bad for him that they don't. (laughs) But that's a definite jar. That's like $1,000 in the jar. It's so, this whole episode,
8: I do remember shooting it, just that that part because it felt like such a huge thing, you know, that she's now deciding to, Cece's deciding to embrace having an arranged marriage because Mm -hmm. it worked for her parents. Mm -hmm. But it was something for me personally that kind of scared me a little bit when they introduced, like I read that in the script because... My dad was the first in his whole family, all the way back, that we know of, to have a love marriage. None of right. his brothers and sister did. When my dad did, it was very, 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 very controversial. And so it's not like I was raised with that. A lot of my friends who are Indian, their parents had arranged marriages. Um, right. And it's... It was their kids that they were now allowing to pick and choose whomever they would like. Um, but I didn't have that experience. So I've always been really outside the culture. So to see yeah. that this character was going to go through it, I just remember being like, I mean, this could might as well have been your storyline. I was like, I have no <laughs> point, you know right. what I mean? Like, I have you nothing have no connection on. to it. Yeah. Nothing to yeah. pull on it. Yeah. So it felt very That was when I was just like, wow, this is like, it's just so separate from anything that I could pull on. And I do remember people on the show, sweetly, asking me for like information to kind of fill in this kind of storyline as we did more and more episodes and went deeper into it that season. And I was like, yo, I got nothing. Right. Like I had nothing to share about it just because I was really proud of my dad for taking this huge risk. And being completely estranged from his family because of it. Um, well, now there's a
7: show called Indian Matchmaking.
8: Girl, I have watched <laughs> that whole show. It's
7: amazing. Yeah. So if you want like a lot of information about modern <laughs> Indian matchmaking, Donic, I, I wish this you... show was around for you. <laughs> <laughs> we would this have sent you there. Really answered some questions for us. Yeah. Um, no, but this sets up like what happens at the end of the season, too. Yeah. The marriage.
8: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, all of that, too. The Bollywood dance. I can't. Well, as we know, I can't dance. Never mind Bollywood dance. But I was I like. you there can. Was so many,
7: Hannah, okay. you did. I
8: thought you did great. That's only because Jake was dancing near me. So comparatively.
7: <laughs>
8: <laughs> <laughs> I was a half a step
7: above him. Like no one takes more delight, I think, in dancing badly than Jake Johnson. I know he he, loves it. He loves it. I'm actually, he's my favorite dancer. (laughs) Me too. I'm actually filled with joy watching him dance because he hates it so much. (laughs) I'm going to send you a video.
8: I have a video. I'll see if I can share it. I'll ask Jake if he feels comfortable, but I have a video of, um, they brought, they didn't know I was going to be part of that dance or not. That happens in that season finale. Mm, mm. And so um they made me come to the dance rehearsals where mm-hmm. Max and Jake and Lamorne had to learn the dance with the Bollywood dancers on like a Saturday or something. And they ended up not putting me in the dance. So I just got to sit there and I recorded the dance rehearsal because there's no footage of it anywhere. And it is <laughs> it's it's perfect. It's the most it's the most perfect Chef's thing you could kiss. ever hope you could ever <laughs> want to see in your life the best behind the scenes of of the boys learning to dance. One of my favorite things in the world.
7: Well, I've got an amazing video actually of us all doing that dance. Remember we had the interactive dance thing at the yep. first season? Oh god. I have a rehearsal video. Shake <laughs> with the oh, whole group. No. But like Oh, it's amazing. And him, like, doing the co- – like, there's, like, a little move where we're all supposed to, like, pop our collar. But remember, it was, like, Glee was on at the same time as us, and it was, yeah, like, they were, yeah. like, hey, let's, like – You know, like, I grew up doing musical theater, so I'm, like, totally comfortable with it. But what what's funny is I think maybe Liz was, like, on purpose was, like, I'm never going to give Zoe a dance, but I'm going to give Jake every dance. <laughs> 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 on purpose – just to mess, not like mess with us, but like she she almost like I think was probably taking advantage of us feeling like I'm too comfortable with it. So don't give me that. Give me something I'm very uncomfortable with. Sure. <laughs> give Jake something he's very uncomfortable with, like to heighten the comedy. But it was so funny. I was like, how is it that Jake got to dance way more than I did? <laughs>
8: <laughs> well, I'll
7: say this. She was on
8: to something because I could watch it.
7: All day. Oh, I could, yeah. Jake, no, Jake's my favorite dancer. <laughs> favorite.
8: I'm going to send the video favorite. and I'll see if Jake feels comfortable. Oh my God, and if he please. does, I'll put it up online.
7: Yeah. And then I'll put up my video. We should just <laughs> put up any video we have of Jake dancing. It's incredible. Incredible. Um, okay. So Olivia Munn made her debut in this episode. How pretty is she? She looks amazing. She's so pretty.
8: I mean, she always looks amazing. Yeah, she's just so cute. It's like a time capsule, this show. You get to go back and see what people look like
7: 10 years ago. And I'm like, you're stunning now. I know. I mean, you know, she always looks great. But she's so, she's she's so cute. And she's got the little raspy voice. And I'm like, I'm (laughs) like, I just like her vibe is so cute. It has one of my favorite,
8: now that I've rewatched it, I'll put it in the favorite box. Favorite, um... Actually, Nick Miller lines now. Now that I know what it is, from between Olivia and Jake, where he says, "I wrote this down because it just made me laugh." Um, he says um, to her, "You're a whiskey girl like me," and his face. And it reminded me of. Oh yeah, and um, she goes, "You're a whiskey girl." <laughs> yeah, it reminded me of like one of my favorite movies back in the day. It's very Moonstruck. Very right <laughs> True, Moonstruck, but dirty dancing oh yeah remember the i carried a watermelon like that like she's just like i carried a watermelon and then he's like okay patrick swayze he's like all right and she's like i carried a watermelon like what am i saying oh god and that way he's just like (laughs) mama whiskey girl like you and i was like this is exactly that vibe i loved it so much yeah it was a
7: great vibe i love when people say things and they're like what what came out of my mouth what am i doing why am i still talking yeah I i love it too i love it too um, I do remember we also shot a lot of this episode at the M- MacArthur Park. Oh, because the rooftop. Yeah. I I mean, my parts. I feel like I was there a lot of this episode. I was at that place. And I remember Lamorne shooting the pop with. Um, oh, the goat. The goat. Yeah. Downstairs. <laughs> they like set it all up. Just a little tableau. <laughs>
8: <laughs> oh my
7: gosh, the goat! That's one of the
8: funniest. Also, feels like such a a long callback because I don't think by season two you're thinking
7: Winston Latvia. We forgot about <laughs> Latvia. Like we forgot about pretty Latvia, quick, but quickly. There's the goat. Also, wait, why did they take that? <laughs> Just like there's so many things that make me laugh in this episode, but they take the bath to the roof and then fill it with cold hose water, which immediately collapses. The roof.
8: Yeah. Like, you can take a bath in the cold (laughs) water in what looks like a very dirty tub. They're like, all right, we filled it
7: with cold hose water. Yeah. (laughs) And it looked gross. Is somebody getting in? They're like, (laughs) are you guys going to, like, heat it up? Like, how is it going to be warm? (laughs) Oh,
8: and the MacArthur Park thing. I remember that in the building across from it that was slightly higher— Sometimes the there would be paparazzi there, yeah. which now makes me think of Lamorne having to lay there in his underwear, oh, lay there in his undies. Down, yeah, in the orange right?
7: undies. He oh probably laid gosh. pretty low that day.
8: Yeah,
7: he's <laughs> like, if I get flat enough, maybe they won't get a photo. But that he is been cute my and nightmare. strong, so I don't, I don't, he's don't so think it's strong. He's, he's so cute, so strong. It doesn't matter if they take his no. picture
4: because he's
7: proud. He's proud. Yeah. Yeah, I remember actually kind of dreading being on that roof. There was just—and um, then the only place to hang was, like, dusty—remember the, like, dusty top floor? Yeah. It was like a construction was it? site inside. It, it was—yeah, inside. Like, everything inside was was a construction site, basically. And then—and then it was nice up just if you just stayed up on the roof. Sometimes there wasn't room. yeah. It felt very exposed once we realized what people were watching too. It just felt yeah. very exposed. And they also had really unflattering lenses. I think i I'm sure I've yeah. told this story before, but like one time they took a picture of me and I was like, Oh my God, I look so bad in that outfit. Why did I wear it? And then I watched the episode and I was like, I look Totally fine. Like, I look totally <laughs> fine. Why did I? And then I was like, because they had, like, some terrible lens. Yeah. Well, it wasn't a that ter- close. They Like, there's a big zoom
8: that they had to do to get our face clear yeah. enough to run it in a magazine.
7: Yeah. That's strange. Yeah. They got some telephoto um, stuff. Speaking
8: of strange, another thing that really made me laugh. Tell and me. Like, is that a thing? Is when Schmidt talks about um, his citrus-flavored condoms for oh, God. a refreshing summer experience. <laughs> and I thought, oh my gosh, okay, yes, this is a, a comedy. Um, someone wrote that as a joke. But there must be people out there that choose like
7: a flavor going like
8: this'll be this is wonderful. She loves yeah, strawberries. I think it's,
7: it's it's mocking of those <laughs>
8: People, but People? in my brain, there's, there's, I never knew a person like that would exist. Like in my
7: experience, you know what I mean? Like, never i never never known, thought, known like, a person, but <laughs> I'm sure I passed by that in a store. Sure. Sure. <laughs> go, oh, weird. Okay. To each his own. <laughs> I love that that is Schmidt's,
8: like cons- being cons- a considerate lover. He's just like, you yeah. know what? It's yeah. summertime. You go. You've had your Aperol spritz. Um let's just stay in the
7: same vibe. I was like, "Oh my gosh." Wait, there were like some there was like a funny thing. Oh yeah. <laughs> there was like a pop back um of Nick trying to stop two people from fighting, but it was really quick and they looked like they were really not <laughs> like they both looked like they were like falling asleep. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I was that's, like are these supposed to be two people so drunk that they're like sleep fighting <laughs> that's the one where he's like you both aren't wearing the wrong bar." The yeah, bra he's like, he's like never cross the bar yeah yes. <laughs> and he's trying to t- stop two women from fighting each other but they're all like they just look like uh, like extremely <laughs> not committed to the fight but like almost in a drunk like super kind of way now I have to go back and watch it I'm like I feel like this is accurate you know i feel like
8: that i was distracted because he says like you're both wearing the wrong bras for this and it just that line just made me laugh (laughs) oh that is funny i didn't even hear that one. (laughs) i was like what it is by the way because i used to work in a bar way back in the day and i was like it's a very good piece of advice actually to try to keep things professional yeah. in an environment where people are trying to lure you into their little story for the night to like never cross the bar. I was like, that's actually like if you're going to work in a bar, just like remember that as a nice little guideline for yourself, so it doesn't get right. like, messy.
2: That was very
8: smart. Yeah,
7: yeah, yeah. No, it's a good, it's a good, good rule of thumb. I've uh, not tended bar, but uh, it it seems smart. Yeah, it seems like people like it's just it's so much. Interaction with people because it's like more than if you if you're a server you have like however many tables but if you're a bartender it's like there's just like a stack of people just like you know all yeah you can't move fast enough you can't go fast trying enough to get you, your attention it never it's like ends. when I was trying to serve pie to five and six year olds yesterday and <laughs> they were all yelling the kind of pie they wanted at the same time. And I was like, I love that you cherry, had pie, ha, apple. Yeah, he likes pie, my son. That's
8: so nice. I love it. Pie, I love pie, not too. cake.
7: And he also kind of almost. He was like, he's like, N- no cake, only pie. And I'm like, I'm gonna have a few cupcakes. Like some kids don't like pie, but he was like, but it was actually really cute because a lot of other kids were the same. They don't like cake. They like pie, and he like had to have. So we had five kinds of pie. You had to cross the bar a lot. to serve the kids their I'll time. tell you the kinds. Do you want to hear the kinds? Cherry. Yes! Blueberry. Apple. <laughs> chocolate. Chocolate. And pie? yeah, yeah, it was good. Um, And then strawberry rhubarb, I think. Yeah. Ooh, that would be my jam yeah. right there. Yeah. I was waiting. Yeah, yeah. I was like, is there a... You're like, is there a... And it had a crumble. That one had a crumble top. Oh, mm. That's... Um, yeah. If we're going to go to pie land for a minute, just pop in for a second. Let's go. Let's um, pop.
8: My favorite type of pie.
7: Tell me. Is
8: huckleberry uh-huh. pie.
7: <gasps> yes. Yum. So good.
8: Huckleberry pie. It's so, huckleberries yeah. are so delicious. And I would go into the like interior of um, British Columbia's little town. I was going to say, I was like,
7: you said huckleberry. And I was like, this has to be like a Vancouver thing. <laughs> yeah. Cause like huckleberry is very Pacific Northwest, right? That's right. And you'd have to
8: go. Yeah. And it's really strange because the huckleberries come out at the same time that all the bears are waking up from hibernation. They're hungry mm-hmm. and they love the huckleberries. So you go huckleberry picking for your pies, but yeah. you have to be very careful
7: <laughs> and yeah, quick. Because you don't to have get to your fight a bear for your huckleberries, no. right? They
8: just woke up. They're very hungry. They're but very it, makes it. It's a thrilling pie experience. I just. It say. is.
7: Do, now, do you like a streusel top or are you like a plain, like a classic uh, pastry top? I'll take it either way. I love pie. I'll take it yeah, either way. Yeah, it's good. Pie is great. Pie is great. Uh, you know what's um, even better? Mm. Pie with ice cream on top. Love it. Yeah, Love it. I was horrified when I moved to
8: America and I learned about, like, slice of cheddar cheese or something goes on that's like a weird apple thing. pie? That's yeah, it's a weird, a weird American thing. thing. Mhm.
7: That's an old fashioned thing I think. Like I uh, I Mel's I don't, Diner
8: I think does it. Mel's Diner will well, give you like cheese. Yeah,
7: it. it feels like very like mid early 20th century kind of weird stuff. I do think uh apple like on a cheese plate I enjoy just like an apple. Delicious. Or a pear you know? Delicious. It just threw Cheese me off in the It's pie another world. thing I enjoy. <laughs> you know what I mean? In addition to a pie. Listen, you guys, um, this
8: is <sighs> the episode where we dive pie? into. Should we talk about
7: pie instead? <laughs> Bathtubs and. <laughs> We're done. Pies. I'm tired. But. Uh- <laughs>
8: <laughs> um, when we come back from the episode, we're gonna get uh, back from the episode. That's how distracted my brain is by the thought well, of. Well, you're tired, I'm like, so hungry,
7: sleep. I'm tired because of birthday party, and right. Listen, like, oh. we're allowed. We're allowed. We're allowed. When we come back,
8: we're gonna get back into the episode, deep dive into the bathtub. If you deep want.
7: dive.
5: You can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to our show. And we're back. And we're back.
7: (laughs) We're diving deep into that bathtub that is this episode. (laughs) Swimming
8: around. Okay, Schmidt's love proposal, I forgot this happened too, Mm -hmm. um, is so sweet. Mm -hmm. And then he gets put in this very difficult position with his boss. Yeah. And she says, is anything more important? And man, I know, I just like, I really felt for him as a character in that moment. It's really hard if you got a huge opportunity at work. And you've also just gotten this like, it feels like a once in a lifetime pass with this person. Yeah. It's so, 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 so hard. I just, I don't know. It's New Girl does that sometimes where it's such a funny show. I mean, you guys are pretending to be meth heads and robbing your own apartment. Also one of my favorite scenes when Jess is just sort of like, I don't think that, <laughs> they'd be interested in anything in oh, my room. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
7: <laughs> Scratch. It's such a female <laughs> response to be like, let's not like make like the big go in here. I don't know. It felt like a little kid. It was just like, <laughs> No, would not want to steal anything from
8: this room. Yeah. I love what we're doing, this imaginative play, but not
7: in my stuff. Don't no, touch it. Mm-mm. Not my toys. No.
8: <laughs> no. It was a really funny moment in cute. the frenzy. Yeah. It was so funny and relatable. So you have this, like, crazy absurdist mayhem going on, but then you have this real Sophie's choice that I yeah. think a lot of people that are trying to build their career and also trying to find their partner – have or have families have been put yeah. in sometimes where your boss well, is asking something you? unreasonable. That's
7: my, I'm like, girl, text that's what I thought. the that's woman in a text. Have a
8: little respect and text the woman you love. <laughs> I thought about that, but then I also know, like, if you get carried you're away, saying you got you're like this work, one yeah. chance with this girl. If you're like, sorry, work thing came up, that's also in a weird mm. way just as
7: bad. Yeah, maybe he's thinking like. No, but you could say, like, hey, I, I had this really important proposal. It's a very long story. Uh, I I want to tell you all about it. Would it be po- possible to move RD to tomorrow or the next mm-hmm. day? Or, right. I'm trying know, to make sure. Whenever's convenient for you.
8: Right. Anything you, know? you want. Breakfast, 6 a.m., I'll be there. But the fact that he shows up drunk after being with his ex and then has, like, the drunk truth serum.
7: of Like, I only thought about her boobs once. And I had no emotional connection to them. You're just
8: like, please stop! Like, stop! Stop talking! What are you doing?
7: Don't stop talking! Stop talking! But, lot- <laughs> but we're both, we're all, you know, Schmidt's a flawed guy, and that's what we enjoy watching about him. I <laughs> love it. It just breaks your heart, way, though, because you're it. like, oh. I saw Max yesterday. Oh, how was Max? It was so nice. Yeah, yeah. He came. He came to Charlie's birthday.
8: Oh. Oh, that's so nice <laughs> yeah. when i get back we have to do a big old a pie party yeah, we'll do
7: let's do a pie party yeah I'm let's it. do a pie party with the old crew i'd love it we can do it at you my can, house we've really figured some things out on this podcast today yeah guys. we're at pie party uh anything else cheese plate pie party <laughs> cheese plate
8: pie party except i i do want to text i'm going to text Donic maybe and ask yeah. him about the raspberry beret drop. Because now I'm really curious because if for Justin to be like, that's my favorite Prince song.
7: I if, can look up when print when that email came in if you want. When did uh, that email come in and what was the air? And when date? did we shoot this episode
8: oh shoot the episode yeah that's a good idea too we will get this information and in next week's episode we will share and then we will know look this is like forensic or the week after depending yeah or the week after on
7: how fast we are finding this information but there will be
8: an update that will come to you it's forensic
7: point law and order (laughs) new girl season two Law and order yeah yeah csi yeah. maybe is that better more csi uh yeah mariska hargitay is coming on to tell you look the at answer. the evidence no, that's not true i can't offer that
8: <laughs> that'd be kind of great to be like we have a lot of unsolved mysteries here on uh, can New you Girl. solve
7: them <laughs> could you solve them <laughs> here are all of the scripts you play a detective on television can you please solve <laughs> this is a television problems? show this is a television show it feels like it makes yeah. sense It feels like it does. Okay, so we're going to throw to our dear friend, cute and strong, and handsome Lamorne Morris, (laughs) who's going to give us a little favorite memory from the episode. Can't wait to hear it. Nick's Box is brought to you by Hyundai. When it comes to your journey, Hyundai is thinking of every mile.
6: So I think my favorite Memory from this episode um, from bathtub was we were filming at Park Plaza, I believe, and they set up what was supposed to be Latvia, um, and they put me in a bathtub. And I think there was a goat and all kinds of stuff that was there. That that's got to be my favorite uh, part of that episode, or my favorite memory from that episode. I mean, there was a lot of funny, cool stuff that I got to do in that episode, and um, but but this one in particular was pretty silly i thought it was as i was filming i thought what are we doing this is so stupid um but uh, i would say that had to be my favorite
7: thanks for bringing out nick's box hyundai remember from shopping to buying to owning hyundai has your back like our favorite memories taking a hyundai on your journey will keep you feeling safe and warm learn more at hyundaiusa.com Okay, so Hannah, you often, or not often, every episode you look at if there's a bear in it to see if our fans are correct that there's a bear in every episode. Did you find a bear in this episode?
6: Where's the bear?
7: Long story
8: short, Mm -hmm. I did not find a bear in this episode, which I will say is the first time in a very long time in this season, so far in episode 10, Mm. I've found all the bears. And so what I will say, and I will do it, I think it begs a rewatch where I'm so focused. This episode kind of distracted <sighs> me because I was- a, yeah, berry a berry watch.
7: a berry watch.
8: A berry watch. The pies. We got pie in the brain.
7: Well, yeah. Well, I was going to say, there's a, if there's not a bear in the episode of, of the show, there is a bear in this, the episode of this podcast. And that is the bear that you had to fight for those huckleberries <laughs> <thing. laughs> that <right. laughs> went into your Thank you. <laughs> Old pies. You know, just talked about almost having a bear attack for the pie. We talked Mm. about it. It was discussed. You guys heard it here first. (laughs) (laughs) That's true, without intention. Wow. What if that's the thing?
8: Yeah. If now that becomes a thing. Revisionist bear history. Yeah. If it's between, now it's a new fan theory. I'm just going to drop this in here. New fan theory of um, there's a bear in every episode of New Girl and the podcast. Then we can make that happen. Yeah, but I didn't even mean to. So I have to like be no, very you tired. So it organically happens out of me. It did. But now it that did. I know it's a bit, it could, you know, now I'm going to.
7: Well, <laughs> it happened organically this time. And, you know, we listen, We we won't keep our hopes up, but. Maybe it'll happen again if there's no bear. It'll be like those game shows, you know, when they bring on hosts
8: and the, or guests, sorry, and then they don't tell them the secret word. And if they say the secret word somehow, like everybody like drinks and it's a great thing. If we have
7: a guest, oh, if we have a guest. I hope they're not listening right now. Future guests. Yeah, don't yeah, we go we go like, hmm, necessities. Hmm, necessities. <laughs> Grin and hmm it. Just say it. Just say it. <laughs> Say
5: the word. Say it. We need it. We need it for the theory. We don't care
7: if it's B-E-A-R or B-A-R-E <laughs> don't or care. all of the other. We don't care. We don't
8: care. <laughs> I appreciate your support. We've really solved some problems here today.
7: We have. I'm. You know, it was such a delight to see you. It was, it was restorative to me. Um. All right. We. I love you, Hannah. I
8: love you. We love
7: you, fans uh, and listeners and um even the people who hate listen, I don't care. still love you. <laughs> um, <laughs> we will um, We'll be talking to you uh, next week about another episode of uh, A New Girl on Peacock and Hulu now. Uh, let's, uh, let's, uh, uh okay. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> You've been listening to Welcome to Our Show, a New Girl Recap Podcast. Welcome to Our Show is a production of iHeartRadio hosted by Zoe De Lamorne Morris, and Hannah Simone. Our executive producer is Joelle Monique. Our engineer and editor is Daniel Goodman. The Welcome to Our Show theme song was written by Zoe De performed and produced by Zoe Deschanel and Pierre De DeRita. Follow us on Instagram at Welcome to Our Show Pod. If you have a question you'd like us to answer, you can email us at Welcome to Our show podcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, and share far and wide. Thanks for listening. We'll hear you next week.
0: Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time we investigated the murder of Gail Katz.
2: Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them.